0: 2 Kings chapter 1 After the death of Ahab, Moab rebelled against Israel. Now Ahaziah had fallen through the lattice of his upper room in Samaria and injured himself. So he sent messengers and instructed them, Go inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I will recover from this injury. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and ask them, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are on your way to inquire of Beelzebub, the God of Ekron? Therefore this is what the Lord says, You will not get up from the bed on which you are lying. You will surely die. So Elijah departed. When the messengers returned to the king, he asked them, Why have you returned? They replied, A man came up to meet us and said, Go back to the king who sent you and tell him that this is what the Lord says. Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are sending these men to inquire of Beelzebub, the God of Ekron? Therefore you will not get up from the bed on which you are lying, you will surely die. The king asked them, What sort of man came up to meet you, and spoke these words to you? He was a hairy man, they answered, with a leather belt around his waist. It was Elijah the Tishbite, said the king. Then King Ahaziah sent to Elijah a captain with his company of fifty men. So the captain went up to Elijah, who was sitting on top of a hill, and said to him, Man of God, the king declares, Come down. Elijah answered the captain, If I am a man of God, may fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. And fire came down from heaven and consumed the captain and his fifty men. So the king sent to Elijah another captain with his fifty men. And the captain said to Elijah, Man of God, the king declares, Come down at once. Again Elijah replied, If I am a man of God, may fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed the captain and his fifty men. So the king sent a third captain with his fifty men. And the third captain went up fell on his knees before Elijah and begged him, Man of God, may my life and the lives of these fifty servants please be precious in your sight. Behold, fire has come down from heaven and consumed the first two captains of fifty with all their men. But now may my life be precious in your sight. Then the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, Go down with him. Do not be afraid of him. So Elijah got up and went down with him to the king. And Elijah said to King Ahaziah, This is what the Lord says. Is there really no God in Israel for you to inquire of his word? Is that why you have sent messengers to inquire of Beelzebub, the God of Ekron? Therefore you will not get up from the bed on which you are lying. You will surely die. So Ahaziah died according to the word of the Lord that Elijah had spoken. And since he had no son, Jehoram succeeded him in the second year of the reign of Jehoram son of Jehoshaphat over Judah. As for the rest of the acts of Ahaziah, along with his accomplishments, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Chapter 2 Shortly before the Lord took Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. And Elijah said to Elisha, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha replied, As surely as the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Then the sons of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and said, Do you know that the Lord will take your master away from you today? Yes, I know, he replied. Do not speak of it. And Elijah said to Elisha, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. But Elisha replied, As surely as the Lord lives, And as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. Then the sons of the prophets at Jericho came up to Elisha and said, Do you know that the Lord will take your master away from you today? Yes, I know, he replied. Do not speak of it. And Elijah said to Elisha, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. But Elisha replied, As surely as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Then a company of fifty of the sons of the prophets went and stood at a distance, facing Elijah and Elisha as the two of them stood by the Jordan. And Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the waters, which parted to the right and to the left, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. After they would crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken away from you? Please, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have requested a difficult thing, said Elijah. Nevertheless, if you see me as I am taken from you, it will be yours. But if not, then it will not be so. As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire with horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them, and Elijah went up into heaven in a whirlwind. As Elisha watched, he cried out, My father! My father! The chariots and horsemen of Israel! And he saw Elijah no more. So taking hold of his own clothes, he tore them in two. Elisha also picked up the cloak that had fallen from Elijah, and he went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the cloak of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the waters. Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah? he asked. And when he had struck the waters, they parted to the right and to the left, and Elisha crossed over. When the sons of the prophets who were facing him from Jericho saw what had happened, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed down to the ground before him. Look now, they said to Elisha, we your servants have fifty valiant men. Please let them go and search for your master. Perhaps the Spirit of the Lord has taken him up and put him on one of the mountains, or in one of the valleys. Do not send them, Elisha replied. But when they pressed him to the point of embarrassment, he said, Send them. And they sent fifty men who searched for three days but did not find Elijah. When they returned to Elisha, who was staying in Jericho, he said to them, Didn't I tell you not to go? Then the men of the city said to Elisha, Please note, our Lord, that the city's location is good, as you can see, but the water is bad, and the land is unfruitful. Bring me a new bowl, he replied, and put some salt in it. So they brought it to him, and Elisha went out to the spring, cast the salt into it, and said, This is what the Lord says. I have healed this water. No longer will it cause death or unfruitfulness." And the waters there have been healthy to this day, according to the word spoken by Elisha. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel, and as he was walking up the road, a group of boys came out of the city and jeered at him, chanting, Go up, you bald head! Go up, you bald head! Then he turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Suddenly two female bears came out of the woods and mauled forty-two of the boys. And Elisha went on to Mount Carmel, and from there he returned to Samaria. Chapter 3 In the eighteenth year of Jehoshaphat's reign over Judah, Jehoram son of Ahab became king of Israel, and he reigned in Samaria twelve years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not as his father and mother had done. He removed the sacred pillar of Baal that his father had made, Nevertheless, he clung to the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to commit. He did not turn away from them. Now Misha, king of Moab, was a sheep breeder, and he would render to the king of Israel a hundred thousand lambs and the wool of a hundred thousand rams. But after the death of Ahab, the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So at that time, king Jehoram set out from Samaria and mobilized all Israel and he sent a message to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab? I will go, replied Jehoshaphat. I am like you. My people are your people, and my horses are your horses. Then he asked, Which way shall we go up? By way of the desert of Edom, replied Joram. So the king of Israel, the king of Judah, and the king of Edom set out. And after they had traveled a roundabout route for seven days, they had no water for their army or for their animals. Alas, said the king of Israel, for the Lord has summoned these three kings to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there no prophet of the Lord here? Let us inquire of the Lord through him. And one of the servants of the king of Israel answered, Elisha, son of Shaphat, is here. He used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Jehoshaphat affirmed, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Elisha, however, said to the king of Israel, What have we to do with each other? Go to the prophets of your father and of your mother. No, replied the king of Israel, for it is the Lord who has summoned these three kings to deliver them into the hand of Moab. Then Elisha said, As surely as the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, Were it not for my regard for the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not look at you or acknowledge you. But now, bring me a harpist. And while the harpist played, the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha, and he said, This is what the Lord says, Dig this valley full of ditches. For the Lord says, You will not see wind or rain, but the valley will be filled with water, and you will drink, you and your cattle and your animals. This is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord, and he will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. And you shall attack every fortified city and every city of importance. You shall cut down every good tree, stop up every spring, and ruin every good field with stones. The next morning, at the time of the morning sacrifice, water suddenly flowed from the direction of Edom and filled the land. Now all the Moabites had heard that the kings had come up to fight against them, so all who could bear arms, young and old, were summoned and stationed at the border. When they got up early in the morning, the sun was shining on the water, and it looked as red as blood to the Moabites across the way. This is blood, they exclaimed. The kings have clashed swords and slaughtered one another. Now to the plunder, Moab. But when the Moabites came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and attacked them, and they fled before them. So the Israelites invaded their land and struck down the Moabites. They destroyed the cities, and each man threw stones on every good field until it was covered. They stopped up every spring and cut down every good tree. Only Kir was left with stones in place, but men with slings surrounded it and attacked it as well. When the king of Moab saw that the battle was too fierce for him, he took with him seven hundred swordsmen to break through to the king of Edom, but they could not prevail So he took his firstborn son, who was to succeed him, and offered him as a burnt offering on the city wall. And there was great fury against the Israelites, so they withdrew and returned to their own land. Chapter 4 Now the wife of one of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and now his creditor is coming to take my two children as his slaves. How can I help you? asked Elisha. Tell me, what do you have in the house? She answered, Your servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Go, said Elisha, borrow jars, even empty ones, from all your neighbors. Do not gather just a few. Then go inside, shut the door behind you and your sons, and pour oil into all these jars, setting the full ones aside. So she left him, and after she had shut the door behind her and her sons, they kept bringing jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, Bring me another. But he replied, There are no more jars. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil and pay your debt. Then you and your sons can live on the remainder. One day Elisha went to Shunem and a prominent woman who lived there persuaded him to have a meal. So whenever he would pass by, he would stop there to eat. Then the woman said to her husband, Behold, now I know that the one who often comes our way is a holy man of God. Please, let us make a small room upstairs, and put in it a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp for him. Then when he comes to us, he can stay there. One day Elisha came to visit and went to his upper room to lie down. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, Call the Shunammite woman. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And Elijah said to Gehazi, Now tell her, Look, you have gone to all this trouble for us. What can we do for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? I have a home among my own people, she replied. So he asked, Then what should be done for her? Well, she has no son, Gehazi replied, And her husband is old. Call her, said Elisha. So Gehazi called her, and she stood in the doorway. And Elisha declared, At this time next year, you will hold a son in your arms. No, my lord, she said. Do not lie to your maidservant, O man of God. But the woman did conceive, and at that time the next year, she gave birth to a son, just as Elisha had told her. And the child grew, And one day he went out to his father, who was with the harvesters. My head! My head! He complained to his father. So his father told a servant, Carry him to his mother. After the servant had picked him up and carried him to his mother, the boy sat on her lap until noon, and then he died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. Then she shut the door and went out. And the woman called her husband and said, Please, send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys, that I may go quickly to the man of God in return. Why would you go to him today, he replied? Is it not a new moon or a Sabbath? Everything is all right, she said. Then she saddled the donkey and told her servant, Drive onward. Do not slow the pace for me unless I tell you. So she set out and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. When the man of God saw her at a distance, he said to his servant Gehazi, Look, There is the Shunammite woman. Please, run out to meet her and ask, Are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? And she answered, Everything is all right. When she reached the man of God at the mountain, she clung to his feet. Gehazi came over to push her away, but the man of God said, Leave her alone, for her soul is in deep distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. Then she said, Did I ask you for a son, my Lord? Didn't I say, Do not deceive me? So Elisha said to Gehazi, Tie up your garment, take my staff in your hand, and go. If you meet anyone, do not greet him, and if anyone greets you, do not answer him. Then lay my staff on the boy's face. And the mother of the boy said, As surely as the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So he got up and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead of them and laid the staff on the boy's face, but there was no sound or response. So he went back to meet Elisha and told him, The boy has not awakened. When Elisha reached the house, there was the boy lying dead on his bed. So he went in, closed the door behind the two of them, and prayed to the Lord. Then Elisha got on the bed and lay on the boy, mouth to mouth, eye to eye, and hand to hand. As he stretched himself out over him, the boy's body became warm. Elisha turned away and paced back and forth across the room, Then he got on the bed and stretched himself out over the boy again, and the boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Elisha summoned Gehazi and said, Call the Shunammite woman. So he called her and she came. Then Elisha said, Pick up your son. She came in, fell at his feet, and bowed to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. When Elisha returned to Gilgal, there was a famine in the land. As the sons of the prophets were sitting at his feet, he said to his attendant, Put on the large pot, and boil some stew for the sons of the prophets. One of them went out to the field to gather herbs, and he found a wild vine, from which he gathered as many wild gourds as his garment could hold. Then he came back and cut them up into the pot of stew, though no one knew what they were. And they poured it out for the men to eat. But when they tasted the stew, they cried out, There is death in the pot, O men of God! and they could not eat it. Then Elisha said, Get some flour. He threw it into the pot and said, Pour it out for the people to eat. And there was nothing harmful in the pot. Now a man from Baal, Shalisha, came to the man of God with a sack of twenty loaves of barley bread from the first ripe grain. Give it to the people to eat, said Elisha. But his servant asked, How am I to set twenty loaves before a hundred men? Give it to the people to eat, said Elisha, for this is what the Lord says. They will eat and have some left over. So he set it before them, and they ate and had some left over, according to the word of the Lord.